Hey everyone, and welcome to That's My 20 Cents, a podcast created to champion women, their achievements, and what it took to get them there. Hosted by Maggie Bale and Hannah Martin. I'm Maggie Bale, and thanks for tuning in to the first ever episode of That's My 20 Cents, where we'll be answering your questions submitted through our Instagram. Shameless plug, go follow our Instagram if you don't already, at 20 Cents Pod. Hannah Martin here. Before we invite our guests onto the podcast, we wanted to introduce ourselves and provide a little bit of insight as to why we're doing this in the first place. So shout out to everyone who submitted questions and we chose some of our favorite ones to answer. All right, so let's get started. Our first question is a three-parter. A listener wants to know how old we are, where we go to college, and what we're studying. So both of us are 20 years old and we go to East Carolina University in North Carolina. Um, I personally am studying business management and I'm minoring in communication studies. And I'm double majoring in political science and security studies. Security studies is only offered here at ECU. So for those of you who don't know, it's basically studying national security and the escalation of war. And then while we're still on the topic of college, that is a great segue into our next listener question, which is actually asking how we met. So Maggie and I actually met on a Facebook group when we were seniors in high school looking for college roommates, and I slid into Maggie's DMs. Yes, she did. So Hannah was the first person to ever message me off of that group, and we decided to room together that day, the first day we ever started talking. Um, And the rest is history. We're here three years later. We're still roommates and we still haven't run out of things to talk about. So another listener asked, um, what is our dream job? So that's a great question. Um, Let's hear it, Maggie. All right. This is a question I get a lot since I'm getting a liberal arts degree. Everyone wants to know what I'm going to do with it, including my parents. Um, So whenever I came to college, I initially thought that I was going to go straight from my undergrad to law school um, with no breaks and then do private practice of law. Um, Now, here I am three years later. I have a better understanding about how money works and how loans work, and that's simply not an option for me. So um, after I graduate, I would like to work in university admissions here or anywhere else. But if I could have any job in the world, my dream job would be to work in policy reform, either in higher education, making it more accessible to other people or in reform in regards to sexual assault in America and human trafficking worldwide. So for me, um, I entered college wanting to do nonprofit work. So hence my business management major. Um, I changed my mind about that probably the summer after my sophomore year of college. Um, So I actually changed my mind because I love sports and I realized that I can um, turn my love of sports into a career. So I decided I'd always enjoyed writing um, and obviously I have a podcast now, so I like to talk. Um, So I decided to pursue sports media instead, hence my communication studies minor that I now have. Um, So I definitely didn't have it all together when I entered college, um, but now I would like to say that I enjoy my studies a lot more, um, knowing that I am pursuing something that I actually am very passionate about rather than something that I thought might've been the right thing for me to do whenever I entered college. She's really good at it too. She's very (laughs) good at writing, so she made the right decision. Um, Awesome. So our next question is a fun one because of just our situation. So our favorite book that we've read recently has been together. So Maggie and I have, and our third roommate, um, have been reading a book series. Um, So the first book in it was called 
what was it called? The Wedding Date. The Wedding Date. And the second one's called The Proposal. I don't remember the title of the third one, but an excellent series. I would definitely recommend that you check it out. Um, the author of that series is Jasmine Guillory. So definitely check out that series. Um, Maggie and I have really enjoyed it. Um, for all our guys that are listening, um, it's kind of like a romantic novel series. So I don't know if you would necessarily enjoy it, but um, it's got some good perspectives. In yeah, it. we so, liked it a lot. <laughs> um, so another question that was asked was, do y'all have any irrational fears? This is a fun question to me. So I grew up at the beach here in North Carolina, um, and I've always had this one irrational fear that makes no sense to anyone else. Um, So I have this fear that whenever I dive under a wave underneath the surf, um, that I'm going to dive directly into the jaws of a shark. Um, And the odds of that happening are basically none, um, that I would dive directly into the jaws, into its stomach, which is what I think will happen. Um, And I think about it every time I go into the ocean. So if you guys are ever swimming in the ocean and you dive under the surf, make sure you think of me and a shark's (laughs) jaw. Um, For me, uh, actually... I, I initially I was gonna say no, but I actually can't think of something. So I have a story behind it. My irrational fear is mascots or people wearing <laughs> costumes, <laughs> because um, I had a family member that was Mr. Wolf at NC State. Um, so for those of you not from North Carolina, um, essentially Mr. Wolf is a guy in a giant wolf costume and usually he wears like a basketball or a football jersey um look up a picture of him if you don't know what i'm talking about um he's pretty big as well um so i was probably five or six and we were sitting courtside at an nc state basketball game and my family member who was dressed as mr wolf but of course i didn't know it was him because i was five or six came up and took me out of my mom's arms and i freaked out because I didn't know it was him and I cried in front of the entire uh, audience of people that was there attending the basketball game so that was very embarrassing and has traumatized me ever since there's actually a picture out there of it somewhere but I don't know where it is um but yeah and so ever since then if I see a mascot I simply don't want to go near them uh, at all so that is my irrational fear (laughs) and I've never gotten over it (laughs) All right, so now for some more serious questions, we're going to talk about the podcast and some other hot topics. Um, So the first question is one that we got a lot. A lot of you guys wanted to know the inspiration behind this podcast and how we decided to start it in the first place. I mean, we're both 20-year-old girls in college, so why do we think that we should have a podcast? Um, So... I'm going to answer it first. Um, Whenever I was in high school, I had the opportunity to shadow someone for a day in my community. um, And I shadowed the captain of the fire department. And at the time, it was a woman. And I really didn't think anything of it. I wasn't really exposed to anything in high school. And I didn't really understand what it was like to be a woman in a male-dominated career. And I still don't. I don't have that experience. But I had the opportunity to speak with her and kind of ask her her own experiences. So I was in the car with her and I was asking what it was like to be a firewoman in that force of 
predominantly males. And she was saying that people don't necessarily look at her the same way that they would think that a male could come and save them in a fire. Um, and she's just as capable, if not more, and she's the captain of the force. So it's just really eye-opening. And we've heard these stories countless times. And so it's kind of the inspiration to give other women a platform to talk about their own experiences and give them a chance to share their stories and hopefully inspire younger women to do the same thing. And also Hannah and I just really like to talk a lot. So <laughs> now someone can listen. Um, I guess to piggyback off of what Maggie said, um, I love that story about the firewoman, especially. Um, but I was speaking with one of my close friends about how we were going to start the podcast and kind of what our intentions were with making a podcast in the first place, um, because it literally started from just us talking one day and deciding that we thought that we could have a podcast and that people would actually listen to it. Um, so I was talking to my friend and kind of saying like, we really want to be an inspiration for younger girls and invite on women that have achieved success in their careers. And I, we want younger girls to look at those women and be like, I can do that too, because I'm seeing other women succeeding and telling me how they got there. Um, so my friend actually brought up a story and she said, I was talking to a professor at a medical school a few months ago. I think that he was a pediatrician. He asked what I wanted to do, and she wants to be a surgeon. Um, so she is one of the smartest people I know, um, highly capable. I have no doubt that she'll be a very successful surgeon one day. Um, but she told this pediatrician that she wanted to be a surgeon, and he told her, are you sure about that? I mean, you're going to have to stay home with the kids if you're planning on having them. Um, so I feel like far too many women have an experience similar to that um, with someone um and it doesn't even necessarily have to be a male um saying something to them about are you sure that you want to do this career path or that you want to pursue this because you're a woman and you're gonna have to take care of kids one day um and i think that until people stop batting their eyes at women that want to that have ambitions that want to be successful in big fields like sports or the medical field or women that want to work in politics until people stop second guessing women and asking them if they're sure if they want to do something. Um, the work as far as we're concerned is never done. So our next question um, is kind of a complicated one, at least I guess for me. Um, so what has been your biggest struggle as a woman living in modern day America? Um, for me, it's not a complicated one. I have an answer right off the bat. Um, I have a pet peeve. And if you know me personally, you know that this is a real big issue that I have. Um, I cannot stand to be spoken down to or underestimated um, purely based on my gender. So I don't like for people to look at me and think that I'm incapable of a, a task or taking care of myself simply because I'm a woman. Um, I've had people say that to me in the past and it really bothers me and really gets under my skin. And I'm sure if any of you have ever experienced that, whether it be because of your gender or because of something else, being underestimated is really not a good feeling. And it doesn't make you feel good, especially whenever you feel like you are adequate for the job or you think that you can handle yourself um, whenever someone speaks down to you and underestimates you, it can really hurt. So that's my, that is a struggle that I deal with. Um, people looking at me and thinking that I don't know what I'm talking about or I can't handle myself purely based on that. 
Um, I've experienced it a lot in my major in politics and people think that I'm just simply not educated because I'm a woman, because I'm 20, um, that I probably don't know what's going on. And in reality, um, I study it every single day. I do know what I'm talking about and I can't stand to be underestimated or spoken down to. So I'm sure that if you guys can relate to that. <laughs> so I think, um, I have to think about this one a little bit, but I think that I'm going to echo what Maggie said in that being underestimated as a woman or solely based on being a woman is very frustrating um, and definitely something that is also a pet peeve of mine. Um, but something that came to mind um, is just being a woman that has been at least interning in sports. Um, sometimes, you know, um, you look around and you see that you're one of the few women in the room. And you know that there are other capable women out there that want to work in sports, but maybe haven't been given the opportunity because it's assumed that they don't know what they're talking about solely based on gender. Um, and just an example, I think that sometimes, I'm gonna use sports as an example again, um, sometimes women are severely underrepresented, um, especially when it comes to televising um, women's sports. Um, so that's a big, I guess this isn't a struggle that I faced, but I know that recently the NWSL had their challenge cup and they, besides the opening match and the closing match, um, all of the games were on CBS all access. And for those of you that don't know, that is a subscription based service that you have to pay to access. Whereas men's soccer is typically broadcasted on TV. That's accessible with cable. Um, so having to pay to access women's soccer, even though it was one of the few sports that was on, the first team sport that returned in North America, um, it still wasn't given the, tel the TV time that it deserved. Um, and I think that that is a pet peeve of mine. Um, and I'm not going to get on a soapbox about it right now, um, but definitely something that I think needs to be changed. So we have another fun, fun question. What are your thoughts on the mask mandate in North Carolina? <laughs> yeah, so if you're not from North Carolina, um, we do have masks being required in public places right now. Um, and I think I speak for both Hannah and I when we say, um, just wear your mask. It could save someone's life. So everyone needs to wear their mask. Absolutely. I totally agree. All right. So now let's get into some more fun questions. All right, so we had a lot of people send in some funny things. So the first one is, who was your celebrity crush when you were younger? So um, who comes to mind immediately off the top of my head? Um, my dad and I, not my dad. And my dad is not my celebrity crush, to clarify. <laughs> but um, my dad and I watched Lord of the Rings when I was 13, um, somewhere in the age range of 13 or 14. Um, and... I was extremely attracted to Orlando Bloom, but only when he was Legolas. And for those of you that don't know, Legolas is an elf. So he had pointy ears and long blonde hair, um, and he could shoot a bow and arrow. And so I just thought that that was my ideal dream man and that there was no one else better than him. Um, and then to tangent off of that, um, Chris Hemsworth was another celebrity crush that I had, but strictly when he was acting as Thor. So I also, I had a thing for guys with long hair when I was younger. <laughs> uh, mine is pretty embarrassing too. So whenever I was in middle school, I'm sure like a lot of people, I was absolutely obsessed with the Hunger Games. 
Um, and I was team PETA all the way. So I was obsessed with Josh Hutcherson. Um, if you guys know him, you know that he was in Bridge to Terabithia. Um, <laughs> but he was stole my heart in the Hunger Games. And I had t-shirts and I had um, the Mockingjay pin. I wore my hair in a side braid for three years straight. Um, <laughs> just hoping that I would get myself a PETA. So I was in love with him and no one could have changed my mind at that age. um so our anyways um if you heard that our celebrity about our celebrity crushes you didn't um so the next question is what was our favorite album when we were 14 years old um so that's a very specific age um i'm gonna have to think about that a little bit all right mine was the Taylor Swift 1989 album. I love Taylor Swift now and I love Taylor Swift then. Um, I think that she's amazing and I would have to go straight with her album with that. So after thinking about it, I'm going to say that my favorite album was Midnight Memories by One Direction. I'm not entirely sure if I was 14 when it came out um, or if I listened to it when I was 14. But regardless, I looked up albums that were out in 2013. um, And... That was one of them. So that's definitely my answer. Midnight Memories is superior to all of One Direction's albums. And if you disagree, then you're wrong. Um, <laughs> and Anna so that was this, my favorite uh, album. <laughs> Anna takes this album very seriously. Um, She takes it. It's personally offensive to her. If you skip one of the songs on that album, I've learned firsthand that it can really put you in the doghouse. It, it can. Um, One time Maggie was taking a shower and listening to music and... Um, I could hear her music coming from her room and she skipped Midnight Memories, which is actually my favorite song on the album. And I think that I screamed across the house because I was so upset that she had skipped it. Um, so yeah, that I, I have to say Midnight Memories on that one. Um, thank you for that question. That was a really good question. Um, so, all right. Um, this next one I think is so funny. So back in the day, did you want Miley to pick Jake or Jesse? Um, I personally, I was Jake Ryan all the way, um, solely because there were just more episodes with him in them as far as I remember. Um, and I think that, I don't know, like Jake just treated Miley better. Jesse was just so dark and mysterious that I just couldn't get behind his schemes. (laughs) (laughs) I would agree. I definitely was team Jake Ryan all the way through every single episode. Um, But if you looked at me in real life, you might question that. Um, But at the time I was watching the show, I wanted myself a good boy. So Jake Ryan was the one for me. So um, this, I guess, is kind of an opinion question. I guess most of these have been opinion, but um, is Lululemon all the hype? I think Hannah and I have differing opinions on this. Um, I do not think Lululemon is all hype. Do I think it's overpriced? Yes, of course. Can I afford it on a day-to-day basis? No, not always. Um, But I do own Lululemon pieces and they are my favorite. I love them so much and I do think that they hold up really well. Um, My stepmom is obsessed with them and loves them and a lot of us have them, but I'm definitely not the girl who's decked out in it. Um, So I don't think it's all hype, but I know Hannah has a differing opinion. So I think that Lululemon is all hype. Um, I 
personally, I've never owned a piece of Lululemon clothing. Um, Lululemon, if you're listening, um, <laughs> sponsor us. Anyways, um, I personally don't, I, like I said, I've never owned a piece of Lululemon clothing. I just don't understand why you're going to charge hundreds of dollars for a single pair of leggings when I can go to Old Navy and get them for like $25. So I personally will never spend money on a Lululemon product, <laughs> but I do see Maggie wearing hers around the house quite often, but I've never tried it out myself. So for now, I'm going to say that it is all hype. Okay. We've decided to end on this question. What advice would you give your 13 year old self? That's a good one. Um, <laughs> I I actually don't know off the top of my head. Um, what would you say to that? <laughs> um, well, I remember my 13-year-old self. I was pretty self-conscious at all times. So I would probably say something about having confidence. And I think everyone else at age 13 is probably just as insecure as I was. And I just didn't realize it. And so they were so worried about themselves. They probably weren't worried about what I was doing, but I was constantly on edge thinking that everyone was looking at me. So I would probably tell myself that to just do whatever I wanted to do because no one was really going to care anyways. I think that if, so I actually used to be, now that I think about it, I was very shy when I was 13. Um, I didn't really assert myself in a crowd. I didn't really talk when I was in groups of friends. Um, that might be hard to believe now for people that know me. Um, but I think that I would tell myself that you are like, people actually want to hear you talk and they want to listen to you and they want to be your friend. So you should actually put in more effort and try to be more assertive and assert yourself. And also, um, just a little bit of fun advice. Um, one direction is not a phase. It is a lifestyle. So always remember, and even at 20, you're still going to be absolutely obsessed with them. So that's something important to always remember. So that is the last question that we have for this episode. Um, thank you so much to everyone that submitted questions. Um, and we hope that you enjoyed listening to our answers and kind of getting to know Maggie and I a little bit more before we really dive into the content of the podcast. Um, so we are going to be releasing our first official episode next Thursday. Um, so tune in and see you next Thursday. Bye.